It's Duff's Electric Unicycle Show, starring Duff. I have wobbles for a very long time. Hey, wow, here we are. What's up? Duff here. Um, I'm going to start off the stream thanking my channel members. I just realized that I've been, I haven't updated my, my member graphic that I post, post my videos uh, lately and uh, I'm missing Echo Rhino, Echo Rhino 79. I believe he actually might've uh, joined at the last live stream, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wait, that's okay. Wait, I, I didn't want to share that. Hold on. I want to share something else. I want to share, present, share screen, window. There we go. Okay. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard for you to read, but I can read it. So that's all that matters. So anyways, my current members, Echo Rhino 79, Electric Unicycle, also known as Dale, EC Chronicles, Flip, Gavin Cronin, On Air Promo, also known as Larry Zarkoff, Medium Dog, who has changed his his uh, avatar, I see. Now he's uh, Alfred E. Newman. E. Simon, EUC Vibes, A Viking, Brian Gonzalez, Splash Six, Michelle Barr Daly, me you see on my EUC M640X, Doug Yetman, Ratman Murray, Black Crow. Oh, this is this is in uh, order of uh, least amount of time as a member to most. Uh, Michael Lenardic has been a member for two years. Senator Perry, two years and five months. Marty, two years and five months. And Stuart Ross, two years and five months. Thank you, all members. I appreciate your support. So, yeah, hey, what's up? Here I am. I'm here. All right. So, I saw Spartacus was in here. Simon, um, you see my EUC. Hey, Duff. So, what are your thoughts on the new Emotion Adventure? It looks pretty impressive. That's one of the things we'll be talking about. I watched the, you know, the launch video that they did. Was it Friday? Uh, it was like an eight-minute video or something like that, and, and I might show that again here on the stream, actually. So, um, yeah, it looks good to me. Uh, Leo's here keeping his his streak alive of uh, stream appearances. Leo from Brazil. What's up, buddy? Murray is here. Murray's been asking me, hey, Duff, when are you going to live stream again? Well, today's the day. Drinking my Cayman Jack. Uh, thank God. Uh, Jason. The video I posted this morning. Yeah. Jason uh, brought another case of Cayman Jack because I was getting a little bit low. I only had like two or three in the fridge. So uh, thank you, Jason, if you happen to see this. Medium Dog, another channel member, is here. Alfred E. Newman. Karim Kodor. Kodor. Hey, man, love the videos. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. I literally posted one within the last half hour and members, I apologize. I, I did, I did post, I did make it public almost right away because that was the first video that I had uh, Christine in and I wanted Christine to be able to see it. And Christine's not a member. So <laughs> I made it public so she could see it. Um, so yeah, there is a video that uh, I posted today on my Sherman S where I was just, I just had time to kill, and I just kind of went by the seat of my pants and rode all over the place. The, the video is very random. It's, there's all kinds of things, but there's really no uh, overarching theme, no goal, just kind of riding. 
and taking things as they come. Kareem, when do you expect to test the extreme? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not on the test circuit for the extreme. I, I don't know. I don't know that I'd want to right now, right? Although I'm not going to be doing the kind of things that some of these testers have been doing, you know, riding the extreme at very high speeds. And we will be talking about the extreme. We will be talking about uh, Chooch's cutout. We'll be talking about the exhaustive analysis of Chooch's cutout, which I don't know if I've ever seen anything to the degree uh, of, of, uh, of analysis and over-analysis of Chooch's cutout. But we definitely will talk about that. Brian Shuring, I just watched your latest ep- uh, upload. I say you started GoFundMe for a new GoPro camera. Every GoPro I've had, I've had a 7, an 8, and a 9. Every single one of them do the same thing. It's when you use the, the quick shot feature. Basically, you just hit the, the shoot button. Instead of hitting the power button on the side and leaving the camera on, you hit the red button on the top. And what it's supposed to do is turn the camera on. And then after a few moments, it starts shooting. That's a good way for me to conserve battery on longer rides. I don't like to leave the camera on all the time, so I like using that mode. Unfortunately, every GoPro I've ever had has this issue where it just will, it'll, it'll, it'll come on and it'll start recording. And then it'll say, oh, uh, sorry, have to repair your file. And then it'll reboot the camera. And then you, gotta, you have to just cycle the camera again. It's annoying as hell. And the GoPro 9 does it as well. So I don't know. Do I get a 10? Do I go for Someone recommended the last stream that the new DJI action camera. Was it the, the you know, the, I think it was the DJI camera. They're the uh, recommended. I mean, I, I like the GoPro. I, the stabilization is great. The image quality I like. Uh, but, man, the lockups drive me crazy. Because there was a lot of swearing in that video. I, I bleeped it out. And and actually, I swore at the GoPro more than you even saw. Um, but, yeah, GoPros do uh, frustrate me sometimes. Leo says, just riding is the goal. Right. That's right. Let's see. Uh, those of you that, that uh, saw the video from Saturday, I mentioned how I've, I'm off today, obviously, because it's Labor Day. But I'm also off tomorrow. Um, I have to decide what I, how I want to fill my day tomorrow. Um, I always have things that can keep me busy. I believe I have all of my my chores, work-related tasks done at this point. So we'll see what tomorrow brings. Justin says, hello. Hi, Justin. How are you? Leo says, wrong way posted a good video on the stream today. Also talking about Chucha's cutout. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it. I've been on the go. Um, again, probably most of you have not seen the video I just posted, but basically I had to leave the house early this morning because I had a cleaning crew coming in to clean the house. So they're usually here two to three hours, so I didn't want to be in their way. So I just hopped on my Sherman S, which I have not ridden for a long ride in a long time. Got on my Sherman S, which was freshly charged, and just, just rode the local Naples area. Went down to the beach. I was at the airport. I was at the Greenway. Uh, I was at the Naples Pier. I was all over the place. And then at one point, I rode back to Christine's place. She hopped on her one wheel and was riding with me as well for like the you know the last third of the ride. So it's fun. But long story short, uh, I've been I've been out all day. Have not had a chance to 
uh, watch a lot of YouTube content. Simon says, Chooch always breaks his wheels. It's Chooch. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, some of the stuff that Chooch has done in the past has kind of uh, rubbed people the wrong way. Um, and you know, certain things have rubbed me the wrong way, to be quite honest. But I've always I've always uh, kind of given him some extra leeway because, you know, Chooch is a young guy and you know, young guys don't always make the best decisions. I know I certainly did not. I'm an old guy and I don't make the best decisions. So, you know. Um, but there, there's a certain there's a certain element that really uh, not only want to go after Chooch, but but the goat in general. Uh, there's a guy on the on the Facebook forum. I think his name is Paso Paso. I mean, uh, the the degree of of uh, effort that he put in to, to try to discredit Chooch, discredit the extreme. Um, yeah. Um, so. I guess I guess we can talk about the extreme. Let's talk about the extreme right now. Maybe we can talk about the the adventure launch, right? So the extreme uh, has been pitched, uh, you know, in the months leading up to present day, uh, as, as like the ultimate wheel, the ultimate trail wheel. Chance, uh, you know, Chance uh, worked hand in hand with Pagode. I mean, I don't know. I just, I mean, when when riders get involved with with uh, you know designing wheels. I don't know. It just always makes me laugh a little bit, but supposedly Chance had a lot of input on the extreme and he got a very early version and he did a lot of testing and, and all of his testing seemed to be generally positive, right? I don't remember him ever talking about cutouts. Um, but again, he does almost exclusively trail riding, but uh, the extreme, the extreme uh, performed very well in that situation, as far as everyone knew. So then the production model extremes started hitting, and you started hearing people uh, reporting cutouts with the extreme. And, um, and I'm actually kind of surprised at Roger, Roger Hajali out in California, because he is an extreme, and Roger is a fast rider and a trail rider. And I'm kind of surprised that he's not had an issue yet uh, because, you know, 50 miles an hour is, is uh, not abnormal for him at all. But anyways, uh, people started reporting cutouts on the extreme. Uh, cutouts at a relatively high battery level. Uh, but cutouts um, going higher speeds on, uh, on hard surfaces. That's basically what I have heard of. Um, but then the most, uh, the most noteworthy cutout, of course, was Chooch's. So, so I should probably just show that video, right? So we can, uh, yeah. And, and if you want to see the, the video, obviously you can go to Chooch's channel and give Chooch proper attribution here. Um, but it might help if we did that. Let's see if I can do this without echoing. Okay. It's only a five minute and 59 second uh, video. All right. Well, actually, I'll just, I'll just show the, the, um, the actual uh, crash itself. All right. So hold on. So let's share window. No. Entire screen. Mm -mm -mm. Actually, I think, okay, 
tell me how this sounds. Hopefully it's not echoed. It might be, but just let me know. And we'll, we'll just watch the actual crash itself. And let's make it bigger. There we go. Now, as you see, Chooch is down seated. Uh, in most situations, almost all situations, you can ride faster seated. Uh, Chooch is also going uh, uphill. But I believe based on his story, he said that he was uh, like only 15 minutes into the ride when this happened. So, all right, here we go. Okay, so first thing that I noticed, and, and Chooch said this as well, as uh, you know, the, the the beeps, the beeps just started and the wheel went out, and that that, that does seem to be accurate. He's oh, and he just sat down, leaning forward, you know, leaning forward, accelerating, obviously. Yeah, so there's the beeps, and here it goes. Oh boy. I mean, obviously, I'm glad that Chucha uh, had on his full gear. I think he shows it one more time here, doesn't he? Just to emphasize it. Oh, this is lots of... Okay, here we go. One more time. All right. There's the crash if you have not seen it. Um, Murray... Are you thinking of getting Marty on the stream? On this stream? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I did not reach out to Marty. I didn't reach out to anybody. Uh, Simon says Chance isn't an engineer. He's just a writer giving input. Can't be held responsible for any bad QC or manufacturing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not saying this is Chance's fault. Although some people did, you know, they took it as an opportunity to make fun of Chance, which I don't. I don't. No, I don't think you need to make fun of Chance about this. Murphy says I could race uh, Marty for pinks. Yeah, it's true. I could. So anyways, yeah. So right there is a crash. In Chooch's commentary about the crash, he said, um, I'm not sure where he got the number from, but he said that he thought he was doing 32, around 32 miles an hour. And he's only 15 minutes into the ride. And the, the wheel had lost a... Uh, an unusual amount of battery percentage for only being 15 minutes into the ride. And uh, Chooch, Chooch kind of trashed the wheel. He said, oh, man, this wheel is a piece of junk, and I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Which, uh, if you've seen a lot of Chooch reviews, that isn't normal, right? Like, Chooch is usually uh, positive on most wheels, uh, but he was not positive on this. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, he, he took a beating. Broke yet another 360 camera. I wonder how many 360 cameras uh, Chooch has gone through. A lot. So anyways, he he put out this video, you know, stating his, his, um, his interpretation of what happened. Um, but like the internet is known to do, the internet jumped all over it, uh, especially Paso Paso. <laughs> Paso Paso, um, I'm not sure if he dislikes Chooch or Bigode more, but there began this, this uh, crazy analysis of the crash. Uh, people going frame by frame, 
people uh, going frame by frame and timing it with the markings on the road, uh, knowing that the markings on the road are supposed to be at a, a certain spacing and calculating that, you know, during this many frames, uh, this much distance transpired um, on the video, which would equate to Chooch going uh, significantly faster than what he claimed. You know, so some, I've heard some people say anywhere from low 40s up to around 50. So I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, what, what is, who is to blame? I mean, so is, is Bago to blame for making a wheel that they pitch as the ultimate trail wheel not be able to uh, reasonably sustain high speeds? Is it their fault? Um, maybe. I mean, I mean, could that behavior be changed by firmware? Maybe. I mean, obviously, there was not adequate warning there. Ad obviously. Um, but the wheel isn't designed to go, you know, 45, 50 miles an hour. Um, there's been a lot of people that have talked about the battery configuration in the extreme. Uh, the C40 motor, super, super powerful motor, but it um, is only being supplied by a 4P pack as opposed to an, like an 8, uh, the Shermans, I believe, use 8Ps, right? The original Sherman and 8P pack. So the 4P pack, especially with a powerful motor like that, is more apt to suffer from voltage sag. Voltage sag causes cutouts. So here's a question of why... Why Bigode uh, designed the wheel with only a 4P battery configuration? So that's, you know, I don't know the answer to that. But it seems clearly if people are, are buying an extreme to haul ass on the road in its current iteration, uh, that would not be a great idea. Simon says a lot of people piled on chance, not really justified. Even some of the memes were pretty funny. Yeah, I saw lots of memes. They were funny. But yeah, I don't think they're justified. Brian says, am I the only one using the new Big O Dynamic PWM Tiltback? I really don't see why anyone wouldn't use this. Um, no, it, that is that is a, a good feature. Now, I don't know. Is it is it on the extreme? You would think it would be, right? See, one of the things people gave chew shit about is he didn't he didn't post any and maybe he did now I, I don't know but as of uh, a day or two ago he not posted any data you know data uh, in regards to speed or, or battery level or anything as far as I know he did not post any of that and he was getting uh, shit for that um, Leo Chuch was also upset with the suspension rod yes that was prior to this. Because I saw in the crash video, he had, he had replaced that with a, a solid bolt. Because uh, it bent. It bent, right? Um, but I think the reason it bent was the suspension probably wasn't set correctly, is my understanding. The way that the suspension was set, it was bottoming out based on the linkage. The linkage was, was creating the stop point as opposed to, you know, on the sliders, how you have the, the little rubber rings. That's supposed to be your bottom point. Well, it seems like however uh, the suspension was set up on, on Chucha's Extreme, uh, before it could even get to the bottom part of the slider, the 
the uh, linkage was blocking it and and caused that that stress. So again, that there, there's some confusion there why it was set up that way because there's like two different sets of holes uh, that you can use for the linkage. And my understanding is the one that um, it was set to didn't allow full travel um, of of the sliders itself. Justin says, storms came through and knocked down power lines all over. I just got power back at home. I was watching live stream from my truck radio. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm glad you got power back, Justin. Simon says, Paso Paso Jorge is just critical of Pagode and Chance and Chooch. He loves veteran, though, so he's not completely crazy. Yeah, no, I've seen him um, saying positive things about the patent. And, of course, I echo those feelings. I love the patent. Leo said, Adam's video this morning showed that Bigode's beeping was very, very short until cut out. Yeah, it was. I mean, I mean that video confirmed it. I mean, it was too short for a rider to react. Uh, definitely. So, um, again, though, you would think, like, um, if, if the PWM feature was turned on on the extreme, that you would have plenty of warning there. Justin, was tiltback safety turned off? I would think these wheels would keep the people a long ways away from maxing out power. Many, many riders wouldn't like that, but some would. Uh, I, I don't know, Justin, but more than likely, yeah, all that stuff was probably turned off for Chooch. Leo also compared to the OG Sherman. Uh, wrong way, did. Yeah, like the OG Sherman uh, is an 8P battery configuration, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just see if I can verify that. Uh, na, 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 na. I'm looking up, see what kind of specs I can find here. This is technically the Sherman Max, but I don't know that it will tell me the battery pack configuration. Someone in chat will probably know before I find it here. Um, mm -hmm. E-Rides, E-Wheels, all right. And is the Sherman S, let's see, what is the Sherman S? Is the Sherman S an AP configuration? I'm looking. Mm -hmm. I don't see power. Um, okay, I'm not finding it quickly here. But someone in chat can probably verify for me that the Sherman um, was an 8P configuration. Okay, well, I can't see it. Oh, the other thing. The other thing uh, that that people were posting... And I don't know that this is accurate. I mean, it could have been easily photoshopped. But they, they, I guess they had a couple still frames of the wheel as it was right before cutout that supposedly showed that it's a three-digit display. And it's and, and the way that it, it was shown, it looked like the second digit was an eight, meaning that he would have been going 80, 80 plus kilometers per hour, supposedly. But again, I don't know if that was... 
Was that was that for real or is that a a, a, a spoof? I, I don't know. But that was another uh, thing that was out there uh, to um, disprove Chooch saying that he was only going 32 miles an hour. Um, all right. Skeptic 77. Not sure if I've seen you on the live stream before. Skeptic, but welcome. Uh, what is a good wheel to buy if you're coming from an EXM, but you want more speed and power? Well, I assume that you're looking for suspension because almost all new wheels are suspension. Uh, I mean, EXN will go comfortably into the 40s. I, like, what's what are you talking about speed and power? How fast do you want to go safely? That is a good question. If you want to go safely at speed, I would say the V13 is going to probably be the safest wheel at speed. It's just expensive. Master Blaster. Okay. Oh, so the OG Sherman was 10P. Was it really? Okay. The max is 8P. Okay. I did not realize it's 10P. Um, but those of you that don't know, the more parallel packs you have, the more resistance that, that battery has to sag. And with the extreme being a 4P configuration, 134 volt wheel, 4P. Remember, the OG Sherman was only 100 volt. So, wow, I did not, I didn't, did not know the OG Sherman was 10P. Leo asking, did you set the PWM? I don't know. If he did, I did not see it mentioned in his crash video. Medium dog says, Chutes hates those dago maps. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just, he didn't want to even bother with it. I don't know. Justin says, it's hard to blame Bigoda if the user turns off the safety features. Well, no, that's true. Um, and again, I mean, that the extreme uh, was not, uh, was not marketed as a racing wheel, was it? If it was, it, it sh I certainly never heard that. Um, it always seemed to be, you know, it's a high torque trail wheel, lots of power, really robust suspension, large, uh, large range of, uh, large, um, large suspension travel, 130 millimeters, right? Like the same as the S22. I don't remember it ever being um, pitched as a racing wheel. That being said, um, it should not be that easy to cut it out. I mean, maybe it can't go that fast, but the the, the beeps the beeps should uh, start early enough that someone cannot blow past them in you know less than a second, because that's basically it seems like what happened with Chooch. Justin, you have an EX30 arriving tomorrow. Cool. Where'd you get it from? I, I demoed the EX30 from eWheels. Ironically, that was the same EX30 that um, you stride. Uh, bet for pinks. Master Blaster. OG Sherman with 24 serial, 10P. Okay. And the OG Sherman was also 18650 batteries. Right. The Foss. Hey, Duff. Hope you're well. Did you sell your T4 because of the new patent? I'm on the same boat. You go through eBay to sell. I did sell my T4, my T4. I did sell it because I wanted to help offset the expense of the patent. I bought the patent before I sold the T4. 
Um, I sold it via the, um, I posted it on the uh, electric form message board, the, the for sale group there, and also on the uh, electric unicycle marketplace on Facebook. And the inquiry that I got that it led to the sale was through Facebook. So yeah, I sold it. I um, the uh, buyer paid with with uh, PayPal, and that was it. Took a while. Took I don't know three weeks. There was not tons and tons of interest on it. So Justin says the EX30 that's coming tomorrow. You're kind of excited. Big jump. Oh wow, you have a Z10. To an EX30. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be uh, really, really different. I had a Z10 for a little while. Um, hmm. Take it slow. That's all I can say. It's going to feel a lot different than a Z10. Karim says the EX30 is very capable. It is. It definitely is. FOSS, the FOSS adventure, the in motion adventure, was advertised as racing slash off road. Extreme is just off road and high discharge for enough time to go up steep, longer hills. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know how Bagode would not do something to try to address this, though. I, I don't know what they are planning to do. If they're going to be able to change things in the firmware, if they're going to consider doing a different battery pack configuration. I don't know. I don't know. Justin does most of your own work, so you went through EUC deals. I do not know what EUC deals is, unfortunately. Why, Murray, why do, you, why, why do you want everyone to race me for pinks? Murray, did you see Murray? Did you see the video that I did today? I posted like a half hour ago. You probably didn't, uh, but in there I made a little comment about racing for pinks, just because it was funny. The Foss says it's like this generation. Everyone thinks the wheels are flawless now, and humans are invincible. Obviously, finding out that's not the case. But a wheel by the name of Extreme <laughs> really makes one. Um, yeah, well, you know. You know what I think about the name Extreme? Extreme. That wasn't very loud, though. Wait, hold on. It has to be louder for you to hear it. Wait a second. I am. I mean, I know Chance. Chance was you know heavily involved in the um, the I don't know the development of the wheel, but I still think that I I really invented it. Extreme. You know, I came up with the name Extreme uh, related to electric unicycles. God. Three years ago, four years ago. No, Bagode has not paid me any royalties. It's okay. But yeah, no, Foss, I get your point. Um, uh, wheels are not flawless. Uh, we, you can still um, exceed the limits of a wheel. You know, I don't. I have never. I've never had a cutout. Uh, because I, I'm not interested in aggressive uh, riding the edge uh, speed or acceleration. Some people are very interested in that. Um, and that's that's fine. But, I mean, they have to realize that no matter what wheel comes out, you know, there's a possibility that you could uh, exceed its limits. 
Justin says, EUC deals as alien rides without the service fees and extra warranty. Um, what do you mean? They're a branch of alien rides? Is that what you mean? I don't know. Never heard of them. Oh, Murray saw, oh, wow, Murray, you saw that video already? Okay. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot of people, I was just checking the, the stats of, the, of that video. It's actually, there's a lot of people that are watching it. It's the number one of 10 based on the first hour and 12 minutes. Um, I'm sure people are interested in um, in uh, seeing Christine. And it's funny, uh, <laughs> she was a little camera shy. Which is funny because like Christine is like very extremely outgoing, extremely loud and funny and stuff. But and and this isn't unusual. Like people that are not used to being in front of a camera, um, you know, it's, it's it's awkward, right? It's awkward. For me, after um, one thousand nine hundred eighteen videos, it's not so awkward. <laughs> but for those that uh, that uh, are not used to it. It's awkward, but no, it was it was good to to get her on there. Do you know that my channel has recently passed seven million total views? Yes, that's true. I have a real time counter right here. Over seven million views. Wow. Of course, there's YouTubers that get that on one video uh, in the first uh, fifteen minutes, but you know, gotta take your wins where you can get them. Babbit the Wabbit, shoot showed people what not to do. Well, unfortunately, the re reality is going to be that's going to scare a lot of people off. You know, regardless if Chooch was over the limits and, and was riding uh, in a way that he shouldn't have been, that that is going to scare people away from the extreme. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Um, that 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 was going to uh, that that just canceled a lot of uh, extreme orders. I guarantee it. Regardless of why. Not Alex. This live stream, interesting. Thank you, not Alex. Alex. Yeah, I haven't seen you in live stream before. I I'm new here. What do you talk about here on a regular basis? Well, I only live stream, you know, once or twice a month. And the stream is primarily about electric unicycles, uh, personal electric vehicles. Uh, but it is not unusual for the stream to um, to um, go down other other uh, topics as well, you know, because I kind of talk about whatever I want to talk about, you know. But it's primarily based on uh, you know, PEBs. The FOSS says, kind of like next gen mobility, less warranty service. You can get an extreme for twenty four hundred dollars right now, so the deals are convincing in both our American companies. Check it sometime. Okay. It's good to know. Keep it in mind. I mean, if I was going to buy a Bagode wheel, I'd probably buy them from Lem. You know, Lem out in California. Lem, who is good friends with uh, you know Marty and the gang out there, because he he does he does give um, uh, good deals, better than a typical dealer. But the caveat is, you do not get dealer level service. You know, like for example, um, Jason, the the, the uh, guy I rode with on Saturday, yeah. His, it sounds like his V10F might have a bearing problem. He bought it from E-Wheels. He contacted E-Wheels. E-Wheels said, okay, send it to us. E-Wheels will pay the shipping both ways. E-Wheels will fix the problem. You know, if it needs a new bearing, they'll, they'll replace it and send it back to him. So 
uh, for people that are not comfortable digging into their own wheels. And there's a lot of people that are not. Um, a dealer is a better option probably for those kind of people. But if you're comfortable working on your own stuff, which I generally am, I, I've done almost everything. Except the only thing I've done to a wheel is a, is a bearing replacement. I don't really want to do that. But I've done almost everything else. So, yeah. Thank you, Simon. Congrats on 7 million. The FOSS. I've been wondering how many EUCs are sold every year. Is this sport getting bigger? And by how fast? Are there numbers anywhere? I don't know. It would be interesting, right? I mean, like, like uh, you know, dealers obviously have numbers. Alien Rods has numbers. Uh, E-Wheels has numbers. But I don't know. I mean, my general feeling is, yeah, it is growing. I don't know how fast. I know that the community seems much, much bigger than it used to be. Um, I, I know the YouTube space is uh, exponentially more crowded with electric unicycle content creators than it used to be. I mean, it's, it's like night and day. So I, I assume that it's growing. I just, I don't know how fast. Uh, Foss, I, I have not gone through Lem. I said I would go through Lem if I was going to get a Bagode wheel, which I don't have any uh, immediate plans to do so. Um, uh, the pat the patent in the United States is only sold by e-wheels. So if you want a patent, you have to go to Jason at e-wheels. Um, if you want to buy it from Canada, you can get one from EVs. Um, I mean, it, now especially with the latest developments, uh, to me, like if I was given an here here stuff, here's an extreme, here's a patent, which one, for free, which one do you want? Patent all day. I'll take the patent all day. Um, but yeah, I mean, some some people. Want the latest and greatest, uh, but like I said, I think this cutout, um, this cutout uh, flurry on social media is going to negatively impact extreme sales. I don't know how it could not. Justin says, "If I would have known about Liam, I would check with him first. EC deals got an EX thirty for twenty eight ninety nine, so I'm curious." Like what list price on a EX30 is at like a place like Eagles? Because I don't know. Let me look. Let's see what an EX30 is running for. Okay, yeah, that is a good deal because I mean the list the list price on the EX30 um, at Eagles is thirty seven ninety nine. So that's that's, that's like a nine hundred dollar discount, so that's pretty good. Um, but I would imagine Liam probably would have been somewhere in the ballpark, Justin. I, I mean, I don't know, but I'm, I'm guessing. George says the numbers will be in the quarterly report that all public companies need to file, need to translate. Huh? Well, you would think, George, that if that's if that's true, that that stuff would have been published. I mean, maybe it is, or like someone would translated it and put it out there because I've never heard anyone. Uh, post concrete numbers for EUC sales ever. Leo says the first EUC video you ever watched was from Ustride. Really? I mean, I, I have not seen much of Ustride stuff at all. Okay. One came in Jack gone. Gonna go grab another one. Ouch. That's, that's just my knees. 
Man, thank thank God that Jason got me some more Cayman Jacks. And I drink. It's funny, like when I lived out at the old house, you know, pretty much the only time I would drink was during live streams, really. But now, I, I mean, I drink Cayman Jack all the time. I don't know. What does that say about me? I don't think I'm an alcoholic, but, you know, I, I drink a lot of um, Cayman Jack. The Foss, just beside, uh, just curious, besides cutouts, what made you pick the patent over the extreme? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, number of things. I mean, I, I've always been a big fan of veteran. I had the original Sherman. Love that wheel. Great wheel. The Sherman S. Um, I, I, uh, I got rid of my EX20 uh, S uh, in order to get the Sherman S. And I was very, very happy with the Sherman S. Um, build quality was great. The suspension, uh, I mean, suspension has become a very, very important thing to me. And the suspension on the Sherman S uh, felt uh, the best of any suspension wheel that I've tried. And I tried a number of them. I had a V11, I had an S18, I had the EX30, I had the S22. So I've, I've tried a lot of suspension wheels, and the Sherman S was the best out of all of them. Um, that being said, the Sherman S was heavy. Um, uh, you know, it was a heavy wheel. Still, still was my favorite wheel that I had. Uh, but when I heard about the patent, and I had a T4. T4 was fine, but it's, I mean, T4 is kind of, I mean, it's fine. But, I mean, the build quality was not good on a T4. It was a little, you know, uh, clunky. Um, but it, it was fine. But when the patent was announced, I'm like, oh, wow. A 16-inch wheel with suspension from Veteran? I was, I was just very, very into that. And and I, I trusted that I would like it based on my feelings about the Sherman S. And the truth is now the patent has sur surpassed the Sherman S as far as my favorite wheel goes. Again, just because it's lighter, uh, just because the 16-inch form factor is more enjoyable for me to ride. The only, well, there's two negatives with the patent. Uh, that damn charge port location is terrible. It's terrible. Uh, thankfully, I posted a video last weekend about a 3D print that you can get for the power plug that allows you to accurately insert it uh, to charge, uh, which kind of fixed that problem. And the only other issue is, you know, the patent has a smaller battery, so it doesn't have the range of a Sherman S. Uh, but I, I, otherwise, I, I love the patent. You know, if you told me I had to get rid of all of my wheels, but one, uh, the one wheel I would keep is the patent. But that's just me. Uh, and the extreme, I mean, the extreme looks cool, I guess, but it just, I don't know. I, I like the looks of the patent more. I don't need a, a hardcore trail wheel. I'm a hard surface rider. So, you know, and, and the combination of the 58 pound spring and the street tire and the patent, again, it, it just fits me really, really well. But that's me. I mean, it's all, it all depends on the rider. Different riders have different things that are their hot buttons. Some riders want to go like super fast. Some riders want to go incredibly long, you know, like Marty. You know, he his favorite wheel is the Master Pro because it can take him you know, 100 miles plus. It's all a matter of what is important to you as a rider. Marie asks if I'm a jackaholic. I don't know. Am I? I don't think so. I would say that I became Jack maybe, well, I don't know. Should I say that? Four nights a week or four days a week? I, I, probably. 
because Christine and I, I mean, we both enjoy it. So like when we're hanging out, it, it's very uh, normal for us to you know have a Cayman Jack or two. Hmm, Leo, T4 or V11? Hmm. Well, I've owned both. Um, V11 has a similar battery size to the T4. V11 is an 84-volt wheel. T4 is a 100-volt wheel. Um, hmm. I really like my V11, which I, I um, sold to my brother-in-law. Um... Again, if you get if you gave me a T4 and a B11 and said, okay, which one can you you can have either one for free? Which one are you gonna take? I'm gonna take the B11, actually. Even with the bearing problems, even with all the other issues the V11 had, if it's a functioning V11 without issues, I would take a V11 personally. But I like the T4. Although you might remember when I sold it, I, I had less than a hundred miles on it, so I liked it, but I wasn't compelled to ride it a lot. Roger. Hey, Roger. No, you're a little late. Not that late. I have a question because we've been talking about the the extreme stuff and Chucha's cutout. And as always, you have insight into these things and you have an extreme. So I was curious about your insight to two things that Chuch complained about. First thing was the suspension and how he bent that, that tube that connects the linkage uh, to the shock. And my understanding from what I've read was it was more a, a side effect of him using the wrong holes that was making the linkage be the, the, the bottom out uh, stopping mechanism as opposed to the bottom of the slider hitting the rubber gasket on the slider. Uh, that was my understanding of why that bent. I don't know if that's correct or not. Maybe you have more information on that. And the other thing is, you know, we, we've heard multiple people talking about, about um, you know, the cutouts. You know, Chucha's cut out. There's other people that posted they cut out and, and they blame it on the, the 4P battery configuration or other issues with the extreme. You're a fast rider. I mean, you, you ride like street speeds on trails sometimes and you have the extreme. What have you had any issues with it whatsoever? And do you think it's a valid criticism of the wheel that it only has a 4P battery configuration? Roger's reply, nope. I'm not sure which, if he's referring to the suspension question or if he's if it's cut out on him. I mean, if it's cut out on him, I think I would have known about it because I subscribe to Roger's channel. Leo asking Roger, what do you see that caught fire by the brook, Masser? When was that? Did I miss did I miss that? Did Roger post something about uh, you see catching fire? Less, oh, oh, I have another question for Roger too, about that crash. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see anything about a fire on Roger's channel. Uh, I know he put the coilover shock on his extreme, and I saw that crash where I don't know who it was, was like doing aggressive carving and just carved right into you. Um, did that, were you upset by that, Roger? 
not really the issue. So Roger is probably uh, referring to the 4P is not the issue. Okay, well, what's the issue? If you want, Roger, I can. If you have time, I can send you a link. And you can hop in here on Streamyard if you want to. Instead of typing, it's up to you. I don't know what you're doing right now. Justin says, "Roger, I got a good laugh out of you talking about bulls getting smacked in the you know what to make them buck." I did hear that. Roger says the suspension is fully compressing three coil. Hmm. So why is that, Roger? Roger's wheel might have burned a little. So Ryan is the one that ran into you. Ryan is good. Okay. So Roger's saying the firmware is the issue regarding to the, the extreme cutting out at higher speeds. Okay. All right. All right, Roger. I'll send you a link. I'll send you a um, link in Facebook. Is that all right? Oh, crap. I can't do it that way. Hold on. Copy. Go to Facebook. All right. We're going to have... Roger has never been on my stream before, but Roger is a great source of knowledge. And um, there's not many opinions that I would take higher than his, even over Marty's, believe it or not. Okay, I just I just sent it to your uh, messenger, Roger. So we might have Roger here in a second. Let's uh, stop that screen. Yeah, I mean, as far as talking about this kind of stuff, um, I would take Roger's thoughts over anybody's really. Okay, I think Roger has gotten the link. Let's see how long he takes to pop in here. You can do it via phone or PC, Roger. If you do it on your on an iPhone, I think you have to use the um, the native browser or Chrome if you have Chrome on your um, iPhone. Justin says Roger's vids are going to be your go-to for the X30. Yeah. Yep, that's that's that is not a bad choice for sure. I have no idea how many wheels Roger has at this point. A lot, I'm sure. He's a lot of wheels. He has a lot of parts. He has a lot of everything. No, I understood what you meant, Justin. I understand. I understand what you meant. It made sense to me. I don't know what does that say about me. I'm not sure. Uh oh. All right, Roger. Looks like Roger's in his vehicle. What's up? <laughs> you drive? We are here? live. <laughs> I was just uh, spending a week in Arkansas, coming back from uh, Amped Electric Games, and That's I don't it. do that whole airplane thing because I've got like eight wheels in my car. Oh my god! That's and I'm not is. counting any of them connected to my car. I've got wow. a Vesk M103. I've got an M104, the A2, uh, the Extreme. I've got two Masters, one for off-road, one for the track, 
and I've got another unmodified M10 three. Uh, so wow. I've got seven wheels, seven oh wheels God. in the car. You're driving by yourself? Yes, I am. Oh my God! Wow. How long does it take you to get back to California from Arkansas? Um, I'd say around thirty hours. I just I started driving uh, yesterday at like ten p.m. Okay. So after the stuff, so yeah, I, I don't know. I drive. Yeah. Wow. So that's cool. I drive. Right, so I tell, sleep. I drive. Tell me, tell me your opinion about the extreme, the extreme configuration, the cutouts, all that shit. Well, let's go back to the suspension first. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah. So nobody's having problem with the lighter shock. And the reason is the diameter of the metal that makes up the coil is smaller. So you can fully compress the shock and nothing much happens. I don't know if you can see on my fingers, but yeah. if you compress the big fat shock, boom, the coil itself is what's causing the bottom out. Boom. Okay. So the big fat metal thing gets fully compressed and then it pushes on the pin. And that's what happens. And it is more likely to happen in the harder hole, but I think you could make it happen if you adjust the preload far enough on either of the holes. So the the, the fatter diameter spring cannot compress. It compresses before the, the slider will compress, basically. It compresses before you run out of stroke on right. the shock. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I did Marty's Marty donated the spring from his uh s22 to me and i hit it with a hacksaw well a uh, angle grinder <laughs> and i have gotten nothing but compliments about how good this setup is okay. um out, out here so or hmm. out there in arkansas i let some uh, really good riders try it out and uh, they were they were impressed hmm. so the the big the, the fat coilover is the stock extreme coilover uh, Correct. All right. So they just need to change that, obviously. They, yeah, I guess the um, the original test coil that Chance had uh, did not have this problem. So um, it's got the right spring rate, but it mm -hmm. bottoms itself out. So. Okay. All right. Well, that clears that up. So right. now, talk to me about the batteries. Okay. Well, I don't think that the battery is the issue um, because the the sag only goes so far, and I—it's probably been brought up already that Chuch's cutout was uh, most likely way too fast for the battery level that he had. Okay. So I don't think he sagged out. But regardless, whatever your battery level, the reporting of the PWM of the wheel is going to be correct. Mm -hmm. So. Um, it's pretty darn easy for me to take a fully charged wheel and uh, land on my face if I feel like it just at 30 miles an hour. So, and to be honest, I could actually overpower the extreme in off-road or race mode from a standstill. And yeah. I'm not a very big guy, so. Oh, wow. But there is, I, I don't know if I'm actually supposed to, but yeah, there, there is a new firmware uh, that's in testing right now that uh, increases the phase amp current capacity of the wheel. One more thing I want to say. You said you would trust my opinion over Marty. I yeah. wouldn't. I'd trust Marty's opinion well, over mine. Over, just because he's an engineer? <laughs> he, Yeah. He. So a lot of the stuff I say is bullshit. I'm sorry, BS. <laughs> it's like stuff that I think that I don't know from anywhere. 
but he can almost always back up the stuff that he says. So, but I'm, I'm pretty good at sounding convincing. You're very convincing, Roger. Okay. So you, you've never, you've never, you've never run your stream to the point where it cut out doing your trail riding or. No, 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 no. Yeah. I've, I've taken it up to speed right, right below 50 and I stopped, but um, it felt like it had more to give, but I didn't want to find out. It's a 16-inch wheel. It's, uh, yeah. But you're monitoring the PWM, though, all the time. I always do, yes. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think Chuch does. Yeah, well, I, I recommend it for everybody at least every once in a while so you figure out where stuff is supposed to be. And right. then you kind of know better when you're not keeping your uh, your eyeball on it. Mm -hmm. so. no, that's cool. Awesome. Um, so how was the Amp Games? It was a good time. Um, they're they're getting good at putting those events together. Although the the weird funny thing is, the weather was perfect the whole time. It was a little hot, but last year it rained. We got like kind of rained out the first uh, day and a half, maybe two days, and that was some of the most fun time that I had over there because we all got crammed like cattle into the like uh, Expo Pavilion. And we played these games inside, and everybody got to know everybody else, and it was just a lot of fun. Like the, cool. it went from just a pure riding experience to a social experience. So, how many people were there? Yeah. Oh, the, it it was. There were a lot of people, and there were also uh, there were probably ten or twenty times the number of spectators this year than there was last year. Oh really? That's cool. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun, and it was a lot of fun. Me, sort of, uh, just sort of shoving my nose into the uh, the races and stuff, and pretending like I belonged back in the pit crews. And so I don't know if did you watch any of what went on out there? I, I did not have a chance to see any of it yet. No. Okay, so I've got a buddy named uh, Brian, and uh, another buddy named Aaron. They're the Brian is an actual riding friend of mine. I ride with him all the time. Aaron's been an online friend of mine for a while. And we talk about riding and all, but uh, mm -hmm. they, the two of them ended up in the drag race final and uh, they leaned into it. They were beeping all the way until a couple feet before the finish line. And they both cut out at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian slid across the finish line first with his wheel tumbling and pieces flying into the air. <laughs> That's hilarious. And what kind of were they? Brian was on a master okay. and Aaron was on an EX30. All right. Wow. Brian's wheel looked like it was done. Um, we got uh, Aaron heading off to the ambulance to get patched up. His butt cheek was sticking out of the side of his pants, and uh, you could see, you could see beyond the skin in a lot of spots. So he had a little uh, things to get taken care of, Ouch. and uh, Brian had a little bit of road rash also. Um, but yeah, you could see right into his pants also. Um, it'll all be in the video that I released in a couple of days once I uh, get home and start moving files around. But um, yeah, Brian. Brian's wheel seemed like it was done and he was bummed because drag race is fun and all. I actually won it last year, but uh, 
Brian really wanted to see what he could do in the circuit. And I think the person favored to win the circuit, according to all the people that were back there, was Aaron. So mm. I ended up taking Brian's wheel back to my camp and uh, gave it the uh, the Roger treatment with uh, duct tape, wire ties, and whatever I could. And he ended up winning the circuit, all of the heats, and the final race. Wow. So, wow. So, yeah. But they both got disqualified from the drag race because if you oh. cut out, you're not allowed to win, I guess, even if you cut out as you're crossing the finish line, which is really sad to put that much into it and walk away with nothing. So so there was, there was no official drag race winner? No, there was. It just gets uh, brought back to the, you know. So they didn't get first and oh, second. I thought, I thought it was just those two were running. Okay. Those two were out. So, yeah. Did you compete in any events? Nothing official because – so I qualified – for the off-road races in the pro category, but I really couldn't do anything because uh, that accident you saw the video of, I I don't know if I fractured my heel, but I still am having trouble walking on my right foot from day really? one. Really? So, so yeah. And then on top of that, uh, the first, I think it was the first day after I'd qualified, um, I was out there and my wheel was acting funny and acting funnier. And, uh, I said, I got to go back to the car. My wheel is, uh, I, I think my main board was loose or something. Mm. And, uh, somebody said, let's do one more run. And I said, okay. So, <laughs> so this trail called Thunderdome, it's the salt slalom side by side. I was, uh, running down with Kenzie and she is a crazy fast chick and super cool, super smart. And, uh, um, but yeah, just like the, you know, she's got it all going on. And I think she had a pretty good view of me going off the drop over the metal grate. And I landed it perfect, but my wheel decided it was uh, done for the day. And oh, I could good. show a picture of what my, uh, my right foot looks like now, but... Um, but yeah, I've got really? a all different colors, and um, it looks oh. kind of like a potato with a bunch of Tootsie Rolls stuck on the end of it. And those are my toes. <laughs> that sounds great, Roger. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. So I, I didn't realize you got hurt in that crash when, when uh, Ryan ran into you. I didn't realize it. Cause I, I saw you just sliding on all fours, basically, right? Yeah, but I guess when my my foot first hit the ground, it was, it was a hard enough hit that... Uh, it, it looked hard. It's something I remember doing. So, um, but yeah, my crash in Thunderdome off road was also a slide forward on all four wheels. So I got a couple scratches on my belly. That's that's my scratch form or my my crash form every time. Just the uh, Superman oh, yeah. style. So, wow. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I uh, I was not able to walk for a couple days after my Thunderdome crash. And uh, when I was finally able to walk, I decided I'd start running some laps with the racers um, on the track. And I monitor my PWMs like uh, we just talked about. So yeah. I was keeping it at 50% PWM going around the track. And uh, I was riding with uh, Aaron. And holy cow, I couldn't come anywhere close to keeping up with them. 
So I went up to 60% PWM and couldn't. He went in. I started riding with uh, Mario and uh, Brian and Long. And I think I went up to 70% PWM. And then I decided I had to uh, make sure I stayed on him. So 80% PWM, I was able to actually keep up with them so i kept up with all of those guys without beeping so so that's pretty good because they were all beeping actually no i don't know i don't know if mario was beeping but brian was definitely beeping on the master and uh and i i was on him so wow um what what other like uh like well-known people were out there i know um isn't cobra's involved with this right he cobra was there by cobra black cobra is one of the announcers and he's there and wherever you go you'll see him floating around on a wheel and having fun and uh yeah he's he's definitely a good guy to have around and Just, you, you uh, said law you said law was there law about, Lexina, uh, yeah you stride wasn't there was he no use stride but we had mike Leahy and kelly chameleon Oh, really? uh nadia was there because it's a it's mostly an off-road kind of thing the uh it seems almost like the uh, racetrack is a, an afterthought oh, wow. the the circuit race but mm-hmm. you know when when we could all be there and all watching it it's fun the off-road stuff you get to watch them for like a tenth of a second as they fly past you going off a jump and then you don't know what happened and yeah right Let's see. So, I can barely see these things. He asked, what do you like more, the EX30 or the Extreme? Um, they're very different. So the uh, the wheel that I was riding is a master with an EX30 motor and mainboard in it. So I made oh, really? a little Frankenstein rig for myself, which is how come I'm able to keep up with all the guys without all the beeping. So... Uh-huh. I always like to uh, cheat just a little bit to make sure I have the advantage. Uh, it's not as it is what it is. Um, but the you put so there's a guy named Mario. You probably don't know of Mario yet, but you will. He's on the Night Rider race team, and that guy can take the full size EX30 and kick anybody's butt around the smallest, tightest track you can find. Really? which should not be able to happen. So is he a little yeah, guy? He's a, he's a he's a little guy. He's uh mm-hmm. he's smaller than me and uh and I'm a little guy too. Well, maybe we're about the same size. But uh but yeah, it's just the the way he knows how to move his body and the contact points of the wheel and his it's just and he hasn't been riding a hell of a long time he hasn't been at least riding so he he rode an exn for a long time and it's almost like when i started taking my master out to the track and he couldn't keep up on the ex exn um he he spent more time on his e-skate he's one of the fastest e-skate guys in the country also you were chasing around the the parking garage yeah i'm always chasing him and uh redbeard and ron and all the all the guys down there but that's what i always say where my speed came from is uh chasing people that are faster than me and those e-skates are definitely faster than me Mm -hmm. and now i say mario on those little tracks is faster than me so i still could have taken him on this track out here 
Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah we, won't, we won't tell anybody. <laughs> so, so AK, uh, I'm sorry, OKCRC says Chance was there at the Amp Games? Oh, yeah, Chance was there. Um, EUC Zach, uh, James Darnell, um, hmm. Stephen. I don't know what Stephen's handle is, but those guys are all very fast on Team Evies. This is also my my team. Yes, so we were all hanging out together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pr- pretty much everybody tries to get out there, including my buddy who's kind of new to the scene, Matt Burt. We always uh, ride around like Greer or Anaheim Hills or whatever. You'll see him in a lot of my off-road videos. And uh, mm-hmm. I can no longer keep up with him off-road, as uh, is clear by his uh, really? recent podium finishes on everything oh my god so so yeah it's uh i i usually play it pretty safe when i ride so i mean you'll see me at apple valley just beep on the long straight and the back straight and i won't beep anywhere else on the trail but other people will do their best to uh to get a beep in but uh mm-hmm. i just try to maintain my speed through everything so mm-hmm. Well, you have the, you don't you still have the lap record at Apple Valley? I do, but I'm sure somebody's going to be breaking that, including me. Um, I've already broken my lap record out there. Um, a bunch of us went out there uh, a few months ago, and I think I beat it by like a full second. Oh wow! So, wow. Yeah, but uh, I'll be inviting all of uh, my EUC friends out there again, which mm-hmm. uh, people think. That I mean the people that are not competitive again. No, I I invite the people that are most likely going to be the ones that can beat me. We all practice together. Is is Don going to do it? I'm sure Don will race. Yes, uh, okay. she's very fast, and she's been going to a lot of those intro to speeds, and she does something really weird. So I get to the intro to speed. I talk to people. I hang out. I run a few laps. I talk about what I just did. And and when Don gets there, she goes to the back of her car. She suits up. Then she starts running laps. And she doesn't stop until they start taking the cones away. Really? So, so she will run nonstop like and I don't know what, what's up with her battery. She seems to do okay, but she'll do like 45, 50 miles, maybe oh more. God. I don't know. Just lap, lap, lap. So, wow. Yeah, just it's pretty crazy. Trying to pick a line, basically. She's just trying to find the fastest line. She's really good at picking her line. She probably has all that worked out in the first five laps. Oh my and God. then she's just building endurance because uh, a lot of these tracks, like Apple Valley, they will sap your energy. They they are not easy on the body. Uh, mm-hmm. And the people that are going to be able to go full tilt on three or more laps are the ones that run lots of laps, which I used to think I was a guy that runs lots of laps up until I saw her doing that. Wow. So, so, yeah, I'll, I'll run like, I don't know, 10, 11 laps in a row at Apple Valley. but mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, because uh, well, she was hurt last year, wasn't she, for Apple Valley? Yeah, but, she showed yeah. up hurt. Um, David Duong! Anyway, he uh, he led a group ride, and I was there, and I said, let's do it in this order. And he decided to take us uh, in the 
reverse order, which was the more difficult trails first, because Mike Leahy and Kelly Chameleon were with us, and uh, we wanted to show them some some good things. But Kelly was also hurt, so Kelly was a little annoyed, and then uh, Don was out of commission. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, – the dynamic of the ride changed after um, – the first run was done because that was the first run that uh, everybody decided this was a little crazy. Wow. So, um, Murray asked about how, how, how is uh, Kelly doing after her accident? Is she like back to 100% or is she still affected? She seems like she's 100%. And the, the um, Thunderdome Trail is where uh, she would be most most shiny shine. She says that she needs to practice. She hasn't put enough time in. And, uh, I mean, Kenzie did edge her out in, uh, in that particular race. So they actually race it twice inside line, outside line. Mm. But, uh, but Kenzie's freaking fast. Even she rides an S 22, but, uh, she's no joke even on the street. So, really? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people that put a lot of effort into making sure that they can get around uh, rapidly, safely. And uh, Kenzie's one of those people that when she's doing something, she knows what she's doing. She's uh, She'll stay on her wheel. That's awesome. Um, what, uh, while I have you on here, what was your, uh, your thoughts about the, um, the adventure? Like, I know you've never owned it in motion wheel. I mean, would you even consider a wheel like the adventure? based on the, the specs that they've put out there so far? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm no, uh, I don't know. I don't go by the the name on the side of the wheel. I go by what I would be able to do on the wheel. So um, it seems like that is going to be one of the fastest wheels um, with the most durable hardware. Yeah. Um, I I think it's going to outshine a lot of the stuff that's uh, that's out there right now. So, yeah, spec, I mean, spec wise, if it lives up to those specs, it sounds pretty crazy. Yes. So, and I, I think it just might, um, and it might require some of these weird little um, firmware wizardry. Like, uh, I don't know if you know, but if you get a V13 and you hook up with a certain app and you do a certain this and that, um, it's supposed to get pretty darn close to seventy miles per hour itself. So. Well, I remember they you were. Know that? Motion, what I remember in motion published something about certain riders were going to win the the ability to go into like super performance mode or something. Is that what you're referring to, basically? Not exactly. So yeah, that is the super performance mode. But when you are talking about this kind of stuff to a community that is, uh, I don't know, there's got to be at least five to ten percent of us that are like engineers and computer savvy. Uh, that stuff got hacked out super quick. So uh, whoever wanted that, there's a shortcut to getting it. But really? uh, no, I yeah. Not know that. So yeah. But you, I, but you don't, I mean, the only non-Bagode wheel you own, and maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was the S22, right? You don't own any other non-Bagode wheels. Well, I've got my, okay. So I do have an InMotion V10F and a Kingsong S18 that are in my garage. Oh, you do? Okay. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. And I had a, a 16 S King song. That was an awesome wheel. But yeah. There's, mm -hmm. I, I do not discriminate. If you, uh, tell me that a wheel is going to be impressive and worth riding. 
I, uh, I mean, I'll write I mean, it. You, I mean, you, you've heard Marty talk about emotion wheels, right? Like he basically has said that he, he doesn't ever want to own an emotion wheel because he thinks that they're not, I don't know, they're not serious wheels. Right. But if they decide to make a serious wheel, they make a serious wheel. I mean, the, the, the V13 is, uh, it's a pretty impressive wheel. Um, mm -hmm. The suspension left a little to yeah. be desired as far as its durability goes. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, if it had a little more travel and um, reliability, I probably would have ended up uh, having one of those in my stable somewhere. Oh, really? Mm. But yeah, then I'd need to buy a freaking bigger car because I don't have room for anything in here. I mean, yeah, you have a well, you have an S, right? You have an S. No, this this is a Model Three. I had an S, um, okay. but I I don't know. I like smaller cars, but I might regret it just a little bit. Okay, because I what, didn't you have an S when I or yeah, I thought you had an S when I was out there last year in December. Then you have one? No, I already had my three by then. Okay. Um, Mask had an S, and I think he was out there. Uh, I, I probably saw his S then. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He's got a much bigger S than me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mask, awesome. if you're watching. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I assume Dawn did not go to Apple Valley. Uh, you mean yeah. Amped Electric Games? No, she sorry, did amped, not go. Sorry, sorry, amped. Yes, sorry, Amped. Okay. Because I know she uh, but. Yeah, I really it would have been really good if she went. But um, so Amber Speed Queen from New York did come down, and it's always fun to watch those two going at it on the track. But Amber's still on the uh, EXN, and oh, really? Don has uh, moved on. She's not even happy enough for speed on the Masters. She's uh, she probably <laughs> would have been on the EX thirty around the track, and she. Mm -hmm. She's overpowered an EX30 from about 35 miles an hour. So, really? That's a funny story. So group ride, we're all on comms, like uh, eight or 10 of us or something, all connected on comms. We're going down a street, and this dude in a big truck drove past us, way too close to us for us to be comfortable. And uh -huh. Don shouted out a profanity. And <laughs> the next thing she's doing is she's Jason leaning Trump. into it to go chase him and as she leaned into it she overpowered the wheel and went down really yeah and really within lean. like yeah she she's a a small gal but yeah. she can torque out a wheel if she feels like it but it took her all of maybe like uh i don't know two minutes to pick up all her stuff and get annoyed with us for uh not keeping on going <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like her. That's funny. Wow. So, yeah, so she probably went from like 30 up to 45 or something by the time she hit the ground. But, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, and we were in comms, so we heard the oh. expletive and then all the scraping and everything. So, so what do you guys do to be all on the same comms? Do you have like, the, like just radios in your helmets? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. We, so the San Diego people kind of started it. They use Cardos. Okay. So, um, mostly onto the Cardo edges now, but we were all pack talk before, but they're compatible with each other. So, um, it's, it's really awesome. And if I'm filming on my, uh, chin mounted GoPro, I could record on my phone, the audio from our comm system 
and then sync it to the video. Oh, really? And that it's cool. and it's that's a feature they just added. So I think I've only tried it on uh, two different rides, but mm -hmm. it's it's impressive. It, it's so clear. Mm -hmm. So maybe someday. So Roger, I see you're at a supercharger. Um, so are you done? Are you done for the day? Or are you going to charge and continue? Oh, actually, I forgot to plug in. Hey, Pardon me for in. a moment. I know. Well, it's, it's a version three. I'm good. Yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> oh, my God. This fat cable means it's actually a level two. I only I go to level twos. I only use level twos. Uh, why don't you like level threes? Oh, oh, wait, it's oh, wait, wait. We mean level two. Like, what's the what's the kilowatt uh, rating of that supercharger? This would be a one fifty. Level three is uh, two fifty. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I meant level three. Yeah, and I don't have to charge here very long. It says uh, ten minutes to continue my trip. But yeah, that I would have been driving already if I'd uh, been paying attention. So what what state are you in right now? The state of denial. <laughs> uh, I actually have to look at the screen. I'm in Arizona. I'm in Holbrook. Oh, okay. So yeah. That, so are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna push and try to get home tonight, or what are you doing? Impossible. I'll be home sometime tomorrow. I'm probably going to uh, take a nap at some time while I'm charging. Um, but hopefully not while I'm driving. So hopefully, have you, you don't ever, have, have you don't have full self driving, do you? Yeah, I have full self driving. You do? Oh, geez. You didn't pay 12 yeah. grand for it, did you? No, I think I paid six grand for it. Mm -hmm. I, I had it in my level three and I paid five grand for it back then, but I don't have it now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a real bummer that I actually, my Model S that I had, mm -hmm. I paid for it. And then I switched it out for a Model 3 before I ever got to use it. Oh really? Kind of, kind of crappy. Although it was a lot cheaper back then, I don't remember what it was. But this mm -hmm. is actually my third third Tesla. Yeah, I've yeah. I've had three. I had a three. I had a three and two Ys. I've had an S and two threes. Oh nice. So, but yeah, when I got this one, the Y didn't exist yet. So okay. Cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you go, Roger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna right. continue on. Um, but I appreciate you uh, stopping in here for sure because I'll never stream before. drop back in on the chat. Anyway, thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Well, that was cool to have uh, Roger here. There he goes. Okay, there he goes. Um, yeah, it's cool to have Roger. I've never had him here before. It's just kind of funny the way the timings worked out. But, you know, the real reason I had to go is because I had to get another Cayman Jack. So, hold on a second. Oh, man, my freaking knees. All right. So it was interesting, right? It was interesting getting Roger's feedback on both the suspension issues on the extreme. That, that made it very clear uh, that it has to do with the coilover spring that's being used on the um, coilover shock on the extreme. And, uh, and also his feedback about the, um, the battery configuration. He doesn't think the 4P is the issue as much as 
um, you know, some firmware changes as well as uh, not paying attention to PWM numbers. Hey, Brian, I saw that you're here. Brian Gonzalez, channel member, driving back from Tahoe. Nice. And <clears throat> OKCRC saying Kelly's good now. It's good. Babbit the Wabbit, Kingsong 16S. Yeah, uh, if you saw my video that I shot with Jason, uh, he was talking about he's considering if he wants to uh, get the S16 or the the Adventure, the Emotion Adventure. The thing is with the Emotion Adventure, I just when I was on eWheel site, they said that it, they're not expecting that till quarter four of this year, and who knows if that's accurate. Uh, and then then you have the whole issue that do you want to be a batch one guinea pig or not? Probably not. So he'd have to probably be waiting. Well, the S16, I don't even know when that's supposed to come out either. So I don't know. But the S16 is a lot less money. Justin might need a Tesla truck. I actually have had a deposit on a Cybertruck since day one that they were announced. Uh, my reservation number is relatively low. Um, that being said, they have not, as far as I've seen, they have not announced, like when I put the deposit in on the truck, the truck that I was going to, that I was interested in buying, uh, they, they listed the prices when they did the Cybertruck uh, event, what was it three years ago at this point, at least? It was listed at 49 grand, I believe. God knows what they're going to list it at now. Um, because if I would get a Cybertruck, then I would, I would um, get rid of my Y. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to have a Y in a Cybertruck. So, um, but it all depends on the numbers. Justin saying how... Um, Roger and I both own Teslas. Did Tesla and Ford enter into some sort of deal? If they have, if they have, I don't know. That being said, Tesla has started to open up their superchargers to non-Tesla vehicles. Maybe that's what you're referring to. Um, I think uh, that applies to Ford and other vehicles. Um, so yeah, which I'm not that happy about. But the good thing is I don't supercharge except when I'm going on a road trip. I have a level two charger in my garage and that, that suits my needs 95% of the time. Yeah, it was cool that Roger came in, right? Did not expect that. Leo is logging off. It's a working day south of the equator. Well, normally it would be a working day for me as well, Leo. But thank you for stopping by, buddy. Uh, River Wander, that's a new name. Um, welcome to the stream, River Wander. No, I meant the S16. Yeah, S16. Because the S16 is going to be um, under $2,000. That's the difference. Like like when I was talking to Jason about the comparison, I'm, I'm like, okay, you, you have the adventure that has all of these uh, great technical specs. Um, and you have the S16, which is a 16-inch wheel. Significantly lower specs. It's an 84-volt wheel. Um, a smaller battery, less power, less top speed, but for someone that's that's new to the hobby, it's still a hell of a, of a jump from a V10F, right? With what looks to be a, a good suspension. So uh, what I wanted to do is I wanted to find the in motion uh, the in motion uh, video 
about the adventure so we can, we can review this together if you did not see it. Let's see. Yep. Okay, it's nine minutes. So, hold on. Let's get to the beginning of it. Okay. It's a funny voiceover, too, that they did with this guy. Okay, so, all right, hold on, let me catch up here. George, uh, when do you think we'll be seeing a Vesk unicycle? Uh, well, I don't know when, but I wouldn't be surprised if we do see one. Well, no, uh, Roger was saying, didn't Roger say that he has a Vesk M104? So, I th yeah, he did say that. So that would mean that um, it's already here. Oh, okay, Roger. Okay, Roger. Roger just confirmed what I talked about. Although, Roger, I had no idea that you did that. I did not know that was one of your Frankenstein creations. Donovan Wirt, hey all. My UC journey, the master is $1,600 new. Oh, yeah, who was doing that sale on the masters? Was it Alienarized or was it EVs? I don't know. Roger says he let tons of people try the Veskin amps. Okay, good. I'm caught up. So now I'm going to try to show the adventure video. You need to tell me if you're getting echo. If you are, then I need to mute myself. But I think it'll work as is. But let me know. Okay, we're going to share the screen. Share the screen. Let's do the entire screen. Let's share the audio. Okay, I'm going to share that. I'm going to be down here. And let's see, should I full screen it? There we go. Okay, so please let me know if, if um, you're hearing echo. If you are, I will, I will adjust things accordingly. But we are going to watch the adventure launch video right now. As one of the leading enterprises in the EUC industry, Emotion has always upheld a spirit of outstanding innovation and comprehensive customer service, dedicated to providing products that better meets the user's needs. In order to meet the demands of navigating through complex terrains, we first introduced our suspension system in the Emotion V11 electric unicycle. This brought many riders a more comfortable riding experience and set the trend for suspension technology in the EUC industry. In the Inmotion V13 model, we introduced the most powerful motor in the industry at the time, allowing the wheel to achieve an astonishing 140 kilometers an hour in free spin speed, providing robust support for high-speed cruising. However, we have also heard the voices of those off-road enthusiasts who are passionate about pushing their limits. Full of enthusiasm and eager to conquer rugged and uneven off-road trails, thrilling skills and daring leaps are their hallmark. After a year of research, testing, and iteration, we are proud to introduce Emotion's latest off-road electric unicycle, The Adventure, will bring users an unprecedented off-road riding experience. Adventure has the industry-leading power, effortlessly conquering a 50-degree slope. It is equipped with a 200 meter motor with a wheel tractor force reaching up to 850 newtons. Paired with high-performance Raptor controller, its ability to continuously climb long slopes exceeds that of similar 16-inch electric unicycles by over 50%, making it well-prepared for various uphill challenges. Adventure has a rated power of 4,000 watts with a peak power of up to 9,000 watts. 
Its motor's free spin speed can reach 110 km an hour and accelerates from 0 to 50 km an hour in just 2.5 seconds, providing the wheel with indisputably powerful propulsion. During off-roading and stunt riding, riders have a high demand for instantaneous power. The motor's extreme power can even reach 12 kilowatts. The motor's temperature has been reduced by 50%, maintaining high reliability. This ensures safety even in harsh riding conditions, preventing overheating-related safety hazards. Additionally, our motor is equipped with C40 magnets, which compared to other similar products on the market can provide greater torque and power. Coupled with 6mm phase wires, the motor's overcurrent capacity is stronger, easily supporting higher continuous current output. To ensure efficient power output, we have adopted the InMotion independently developed Raptor controller, which features the off-road motorcycle-grade waterproof connectors and tidy wiring. It is equipped with 42 MOSFETs with a voltage rating of 200 volts and a high current capacity of 135 amps. The MOSFETs have a high voltage margin of over 40%, Combined with 18 capacitors, they can support a continuous current of up to 450 amps, ensuring a strong power output while providing ample safety. Even during extended uphill climbs, it won't overheat, delivering stable output in any riding scenario and giving off-road enthusiasts the ultimate riding experience. In terms of motor response, Adventure achieves instant power delivery as promised. Moreover, to meet the demands of different riding scenarios, the Adventure offers two output modes, Sports Mode and comfort mode. In sports mode, the acceleration response of the adventure is increased by 47%, providing users with an astonishing ballistic and level power response. On the other hand, comfort mode offers extended battery performance to handle a variety of riding conditions. To meet the demands of off-road and stunt riding, our motor is made from the highest quality aluminum alloy, A365.2-T6. Its strength has been increased by 35%, allowing it to easily tackle various jumps and bumpy challenges. Adventure's motor employs oil seal technology, ensuring excellent sailing performance with a waterproof rating of IPX6. Additionally, it is equipped with a motor temperature sensor to monitor the internal temperature in real time, ensuring riding safety. Adventure is equipped with expertly engineered suspension designed for off-road performance, featuring InMotion's exclusive custom progressive shock first in the industry. Its front-end stiffness is 600 pounds per inch, meaning it offers softer suspension for mild bumps and delivering a more comfortable riding experience. The rear-end stiffness is set at 970 pounds, ensuring sufficient rebound even during intense off-roading segments like jumps and steep slopes, protecting the rider's knees. Adventure is InMotion's first model tested with a rider weighing 90 kilograms that can perform a 1-meter drop without bottoming out. Additionally, you can adjust the Adventure suspension system according to your weight and riding style, including up to 8 levels of rebound damping and 17 levels of compression damping, as well as a spring preload adjustment knob ensuring you get the most suitable suspension performance. The Emotion team has also introduced motorcycle industry technology, adding oil seals and low friction bushings to the Adventure suspension structure. This helps prevent foreign objects and sand from entering the suspension system, enhancing its smoothness and longevity. If you want to DIY the suspension, Adventure supports that as well. It comes with a standard 200mm eye-to-eye distance, allowing you to easily purchase the shock you need online. Adventure also features the industry's first quick-release battery, allowing for the replacement of all batteries in just a few minutes. This also addresses users' concerns about battery life and also enhances the wheel's long-term maintenance efficiency. 
We have redesigned the entire wheel structure, enabling users to easily remove all batteries without dismantling the controller. This is a unique design in the current EUC industry. The Adventure is equipped with four individual battery packs, the interfaces for all battery sets are equipped with waterproof quick-release plugs, and each battery set can be used independently to ensure the rider and the wheel's safety. This time, we are introducing the industry's fastest charging speed, 5 minutes of charging for a 10km ride. This is not just a slogan, but an achievable reality. In just one hour, you can charge the battery up to 80% capacity. During meal breaks or rest stops along the way, the wheel can easily return to a full charge, ready to go at any time. All this is made possible by our in-house developed rapid charging feature for the battery pack, with the wheel supporting a maximum charging current of 16 amps. However, powerful performance and excellent off-road riding experience are not sufficient enough to meet Emotion's requirements for an EUC. We have always prioritized safety to be a crucial goal, and that's why the Adventure comes equipped with a true smart battery management system. The controller can in real time access information from each individual cell, and users can monitor battery information in real time through the app, including cell voltage, current, temperature, and capacity. This ensures a confident ride and a peace of mind while on the road. If any abnormalities occur with the battery, the system will immediately issue alerts and provide handling suggestions, offering you a comprehensive safety protection throughout your journey. Furthermore, Adventure also features charging balance capability, reducing the potential unknown risk that could arise from battery voltage differences. This enhancement improves the charging safety and extends battery's lifespan. Adventure boasts an IPX6 level waterproof performance, the highest waterproof rating among in-motion EUCs. Users can even use a high-pressure water hose to directly clean the adventure after off-road adventures. For night riding, we've designed an adjustable angle front headlight. With just a gentle twist, you can easily adjust the lighting angle according to different night riding scenarios, ensuring safety during nighttime rides. Next, let's take a look at Adventurer's unique exterior design. We've continued Inmotion's brand signature orange, infusing the entire wheel with a vibrant visual appeal. Additionally, guided by ergonomic principles, we've designed a wider and larger anti-slip pedals. The wheel body follows a streamlined arc design, tapering wider at the bottom. This allows for a snug fit against the curve of the lower leg. Furthermore, through optimized wheel structure, we've achieved a more compact and lower center of gravity design, significantly enhancing riding stability and comfort. In terms of material selection, guided by an environmentally friendly philosophy, we've chosen renewable materials committed to creating a sustainable green mobility solution. These eco-friendly materials not only significantly enhance the durability of the wheel's shell, but also provide the users with a softer, more comfortable touch, ensuring that every ride is a pleasurable experience every step of the way. Lastly, let's take a look at the specifications and the price of the adventure. Okay, I think I can stop it right there. Now we have the specs of the wheel in front of us. Um, I mean, I don't know how you can watch that video and not be impressed. I mean, I think InMotion did a really, really good job with uh, with that video and just showing how uh, impressive, at least uh, specification-wise, this wheel is. Um, I, I guess I didn't let it go long enough for the price, but I know that the price, that, that's the one question. The announced price is $3,300, right? Expensive, uh, more than the patent. The patent is about about $3,000 or $3,100, so more than the patent. Um, arguably, it has more um, features than the patent as well. 
the weight 39 kilograms uh, heavy enough 2400 watt hour battery there's a number of things that in this video that are that are mentioned that are very impressive to me a 16 amp max charging current that's kind of crazy right um Someone mentioned that the travel, the suspension travel, what is this? 85 millimeters. Yeah, it's not huge suspension travel. True. Uh, but the suspension design is very interesting. Uh, I thought being able to go zero to 50 kilometers an hour in 2.5 seconds was kind of insane. Um, I think that the way that they designed the batteries, that you can actually disconnect the battery without having to get into the system board make you know for for relatively easy battery changes or swaps even though it's not something that most people would have to do on a regular basis but the fact that they made it easy i think is uh very very cool um so it has a smart bms um the first emotion wheel to have a rear uh shock configuration you know with the oiled sealed sliders i don't know i mean it's a very impressive um video to me That being said, like, like, am I, do I watch this and like, oh my God, I got to, let me just get to the point where it shows the price. Hold on. Okay. And this is the super early bird retail price. So does that mean that they're going to try the, is this their new, their new strategy? Like with the V13, remember they said that the early bird price was 4,000 and then the normal price was going to be 4,600. Um, but as far as I know, they never went to the 4,600 pricing because I don't think there was enough demand for that. So, wow. Yeah, that's the adventure. Uh, I saw a lot of comments here. Um, talking about the batteries, like I uh, mentioned about the hot swappable, that's one of the things that the S16, the Kingsong S16 supposedly had. It looked like it had like a spring-loaded battery pack on the top, right? Let's uh, hide this. There we go. Look, like it had a, like a spring spring loaded battery pack on the top, the S16, that you could literally just pop it out like a cartridge, basically. Although I can only imagine what um, it would cost. My UC journey, yes, it has a smart BMS. Um, IP6 and modular batteries. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's a cool wheel, and if I did not have a patent, um, I would I would strongly consider getting an adventure. The fact that I have a patent and I'm not going to, I'm not a regular trail rider. I don't need to do the kind of things that the adventure potentially can do. Um, I would not, uh, I'm not compelled to, to have to buy that wheel because I have a patent. If I didn't, yeah, I would definitely consider it for sure. Justin, hopefully I didn't jump the gun buying the EX30. Well, the EX30 is a different kind of wheel than the adventure. The adventure is only a 16 inch wheel. Um, now, you'll love the EX30. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You'll love it. And, you know, your EX30 was less than what the adventure is going to cost. Kareem, Emotion really is just different. Only company that does this much for their wheels. Yeah. Like, um, you know, several months ago, I was in a short period of time. I tested the Sherman S, the Emotion V13, and the, the EX30, the Bigot EX30. And the thing that always, and it, this has always been the case, at least for me, that the Emotion wheels always have um, impressed me as far as their engineering. I mean, their attention to detail. Um, that being said, they've had a lot of blunders. Like they've had a lot of, you know, like bad bearing failures, all the 
the the uh, the undersized MOSFETs on the V12. Uh, they've had a lot of screw ups, but um, I mean their their attention to detail is second to none, as far as I can see. Like like I remember when uh, you know the Z10 Segway, you know Segway uh, made very professional sort of wheels too, and despite all their other problems, but in motion to me. Uh, has the most impressive engineering of any EUC manufacturer. And that is just my feeling. George, motion reads, uh, customer comments, yes, they definitely do. You know, like, for example, the way that they stress the MOSFETs and how they're overrated uh, for their application, whereas the V12, they were underrated. The wheel is a breakthrough. Yeah, I mean, they said the same thing about the V13. And the V13 is a breakthrough wheel in a lot of ways. You know, I had to rip mine apart to change the, um, uh, or not to change it, but to examine the motor on mine, the, the demo wheel. And again, the, the engineering in that wheel was very impressive. And still, I mean, it was the easiest wheel to go fast that I've ever ridden, the V13. It was just easy. It felt like nothing. Medium talk says it sounds like it's gonna be worth nine thousand. Well, it's gonna be worth thirty-two ninety-nine for the super early bird retail price. Yep, one hell of an expensive wheel. Yep, it's it's more than the patent, and the patent is expensive. Me, you see my EUC. This is the closest all around best wheel I've seen. Yeah, I mean, after having the patent, I really am sold on the 16 inch form factor. I don't need to go 50 miles an hour. And my patent is rock solid at speed. You know, I had it up to, into the low 40s and rock solid does not feel, and it's heavy. I mean, it's, it's still an 89 pound wheel. It's not like it's light. Um, but despite its its weight, uh, the small form factor, it just feels agile. It's it's I don't know. I, I just like that form factor. Uh, I know Marty has said repeatedly, like he doesn't want a wheel smaller than eighteen inches. Uh, well, I, I beg to differ. At least from our writing, I really really like the sixteen inch form factor. Kareem mentioning the travel, like yeah, eighty five millimeters. You know, the best in class travel is 130, yeah, 130 millimeters, right? Both the Extreme and the S22 have that. Uh, George, oh, is it, George, is there going to be an Airshock version of the Adventure? I did not hear that. Um, I did not hear that. You say, I want this, but Sherman sized. Okay, well, it might be coming. It might be coming. My UC journey, yeah, um, commenting on the the charge, max charge rate, 16 amps. That's, that is cooking. And B, I'm happy with the direction that InMotion is taking wheels. If this is an indication, I just wish that they would release a cheaper commuter wheel with the same features. Well, that's kind of what the S16, that's a, kind of what King Song's done with the S16, you know, because there, there's been a lot of complaints about the price of wheels. 
Now, unfortunately, I mean, you can't get you can't get a Cadillac for a Hyundai pricing. Um, but, you know, there could be a happy medium there, you know, where you can get uh, you know, some of the, the basic features, maybe not the top end performance, but something that would be more affordable. That would be nice. I miss the days of uh, $2,000 wheels. B says you're guessing it'll land at $38.99. Really? What do you mean? Oh, if you don't do super early bird pricing? Well, that's what they did with the V13. I think the V13 was $600, supposed to be $600 more than the um, the original $4,000 price. Spartacus says it's 86 pounds weight. It's a little less than the Sherman OG. Yeah, it's, it's three pounds lighter than the, uh, the patent. And at least in the video, they said that, again, it has a lower center of gravity, which is a good thing. So me, you see, my EUC says, I'm looking to replace my OG Sherman with suspension. I'm looking at the Sherman S, but damn, damn, I should wait to see the emotion make. Oh, should wait to see what emotion makes next. Yeah. I mean, I today I rode my Sherman S. I rode my Sherman S uh, for almost four hours. Uh, and uh, it was great. It was great. Uh that being said, I like my patent more, but the Sherman S is great. B says it's dual suspension, though, so that might offset the travel distance. What do you mean by dual suspension? Uh, KB3 VXB. I don't recall you being in the stream before, but welcome. Can you please tell everybody to calibrate that wheel at least once a month? I'm not kidding. Which wheel? Uh, I had the Emotion V10F, and, and I fall after completely discharged the battery the day before. Um, you're talking about the V10F? Um, I know I know uh, Jason, uh, the, the guy that I rode with on Saturday, uh, he went through a, a, a calibration with his V10F. Uh, that being said, I have not... I have a V10F as well. I never had to do a calibration on my V10F. So. so, I don't know. what. So, you completely discharge the battery and what? You lost your config? I don't think you lose your config even if your battery goes dead. But I might be wrong. I might be wrong. So, B says, again, referring to the adventure, they have both oil and spring. Hmm. Okay. I did not know that. It was after completely discharge and it said the word please repair. Oh, wow. So what, you ran it down to zero? I mean, that's generally not a good thing. I've never done that with my wheel. So, but yeah, I, I don't doubt that, that, that um, you had that happen. Uh, okay, I just got Roger was actually still in the studio. Um, okay, so, anyways, yeah, that's the adventure. I'm trying to think, is there any other? I don't think I've heard any other new wheel news, I haven't heard any more uh, details on the S16, which I again, I still think that it has a potential to be a really good wheel for uh, people entering the market. You know, a much better choice than the S18. Um, just better, just better all around. 
For sure. What do we got here? 10, 20, 10, 24. All right. What time is it? Um, yeah, 1024. Um, yeah, okay. Well, if anyone else has has anything they would like to uh, talk about, we can talk about it. Otherwise, I might um, I might get ready for bed. I don't know. So, so my UC journey. So that's the first time you've seen that video. I apologize that my camera kind of loses focus sometimes because I'm not well lit. Wow, it's still it's still blurry for now. Usually, usually it fixes itself, but like I, the only light in my room right now is from my monitor. Uh, it's still blurry. Hmm, interesting. Well, usually, there we go. Okay. Wait. Oh, wow. Right here. If I stay right here, I'm in focus. Um, okay. So it's the first time that you saw those specs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the specs are impressive in every way. I don't, I don't know of anything in those specs that is not impressive. It really is sounding to be a good wheel. That being said, we've had so many situations where wheels have been um, pumped up and, and promoted, and they come out and they have these warts. They have these warts, and uh, it, it's, it's frustrating for people that buy first batch wheels. It's frustrating for dealers. Uh, I've, I've heard from Jason and other dealers that, you know, it's, it's so hard for them because uh, these manufacturers will release these wheels and parts are like next to impossible to obtain. So if there's a problem of any of any significant degree, they have a really, really difficult time uh, servicing the wheel. Whereas the sometimes, sometimes their only option is to uh, cannibalize existing wheels to get parts. So yeah, it's, it's it's rough. It is rough. Roger's out of here. Talk to you later, Roger. Hope you have a safe trip home, buddy. So my UC journey didn't know the details. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, the battery the battery's cool, right? Again, I mean, I've never, you know, I've I've changed batteries on wheels, but that's not something you normally have to do. But the fact that they make it easy is nice. Now, hopefully, like tire changes or or tube changes are easy. You know, like for a wheel like the V11, uh, servicing that wheel is a nightmare. Taking that wheel apart is a nightmare. A wheel like the Patton or the Sherman S, they are not easy to change a tube or a tire on. The V13, not so bad. Not so bad. Uh, hopefully, the uh, Adventure, again, they, they, they paid attention to serviceability. You would think if they paid attention when it comes to batteries, that they, made, uh, they paid attention when it comes to doing tire or uh, tube changes as well. Do I have insurance for my wheels? No. What kind of insurance could I get, Brian? What do you mean? I do not. What do you mean? Like put it on my homeowners or something? George. Um, well, I mean, that, that is one of the parts that they are. That's one of the segments in the video, right, George? They said that it's a standard uh, shock size, so you could swap in your own. Excuse me. If you wanted to. 
so that it, it is you know much like the goad wheels or or the s22 you can swap in your own shock if you want to hate mails here from uh, australia what's up buddy i look good blurry thanks man thanks murray maybe it's like like beer goggles or cayman jack goggles uh, as of this moment i look pretty clear Yeah, George, I like the I like the uh, the dual compression uh, spring. Right, it's nice. It's soft for the it's soft initially, and then it stiffens up if you're doing like a a crazy uh, drop. Another new uh, name in chat: Callus Pugged Up Life. And based on that, I think you have a pug. I see him. What's the wheel to get, Duff? I'm coming from the veteran OG. Well, that all depends on what you are looking for. Are you looking for range? Are you looking for speed? Are you looking for suspension? Um, I love my Sherman S, which has a 3,600 watt-hour battery, so it can go very far if you need range. I love my Patton. I love the maneuverability of the Patton. has a smaller battery, but otherwise... I love the patent, except for the charge, the charging configuration. The charge ports are in a horrible spot on the patent. There's ways you can get around it with a 3D print. But uh, out of all my wheels, my current wheels that I own, S22, uh, Sherman S, Patton, V10F, and M103. Those are the five wheels that I currently own. Uh, the patent is my favorite wheel. So, and that can go uh, 50 miles. At least in my kind of terrain, 50 miles of range in the Patton, uh, going a high you know speed or somewhere around 30 for the majority of the ride. Uh, in my test, the Patton could do that, which is enough for me. And Brian, liability insurance? No. Well, I have I have a one million dollar blanket liability policy, Brian. So I guess that would cover me, right? I guess. I, I don't know. It's. I mean, it's not specific to EUCs, but I do have a liability policy, which I don't really need to keep. I had to get that one. I installed the solar system at my old house. That was a requirement that I had to have a liability policy. Um, I haven't canceled it. I, I've carried it over to this new house uh, just because. I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess part of, my, part of my brain is like, okay, well, it's good to be covered for liability, right? <laughs> no matter what the circumstance. Not personal art, artile. Don't know what that means. I believe the wheel can also be tuned for tracks. You're talking about the um, the adventure, maybe. You have insurance on all of mine. So what do you mean? Describe the insurance that you have. You have liability insurance that specifically mentions your electric unicycles. If so, I've never heard of that. My UC journey. Have I looked at the GT? You're talking about the GT, the um, the um, Extreme Bull GT, which looks like a big version of the Mini that supposedly had the, has the 50 S cells. Is that what you're talking about? Um, I have. We talked about that in the last live stream. I didn't know much about it. It just looked like a big version of the Mini. It was kind of funny. Um, it's. it's I'm, I guess it's okay. I, it doesn't. I'm not interested in buying it, but yeah. 
Range and speed. Okay, so what? how fast do you need to be able to go? And how far do you need to go? Have I tried the Commander Mini? No, I have not. A lot of people have said good things about the Mini, but I have not tried it. Callus says, in regards to insurance, they have it where you can pick as much as you want. Was it? Oh, that just sounds like general liability insurance, right? And like I said, I have a $1 million general liability policy, which was intended for my solar system. But I don't know. I guess I could say, okay, it's for my EUCs, I guess. I don't know. Simon. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I don't know if it was you or someone else, Simon, the last live stream mentioned this. The EU is, is having a new law where all lithium-ion batteries have to be easily swappable. So, I mean, the S16, maybe that's why the S16 is doing what it's doing with batteries. Oh, excuse me. Maybe that's why uh, InMotion is doing that with the Adventure. Just a guess. So it sounds like uh, Callus has a Liberty Mutual. You want to go 40 as far as you can? I'm not sure Ness can do that. Um, uh, Commander Pro can do that. Um, EX30 can do that. You know, the EX30 is a 3,600 watt hour battery. The Sherman S is a 3,600 watt hour battery. Um, but if you want to, if you want to go as far as you can, you want to, I mean, or the master pro, if you want a really big, uh, pig of a wheel, 115 pound wheel or however heavy that thing is. If, if you're doing road riding, um, the master pro will, will carry you fast and far. It's a 4,800 watt hour battery. Wabbit to wabbit. Someone sues you, they fight with insurance company. Yeah. Well, that's good, right? Brian asked if I still follow drones. Um, yeah, I still have my drones. If I'm being completely honest, I have not flown them since I've moved. And I moved here in uh, March. So I have not. They're, they're sitting right here on the shelf next to me. I've not had them out. And I should. But no, I don't. Um, and the other thing is down here um, in town, I'm relatively close to an airport as well. So I can't really fly them where I'm at. You know, I can, you know, ride in different areas and I could fly them, but not really where I'm at. I would probably get shut down. Justin says they do need to start throwing in a weightlifting bench with some of these new wheels. Yes, they are. They are very... Um, heavy like it's funny i i commented to jason how the s22 is now like sort of a light wheel 75 pounds or so it's funny right you know when you have 16 inch wheels that are uh, pushing 90 pounds okay b3 bxb i wanted to thank you for all you do for us the community for all your effort doing videos all the time oh you're welcome buddy I do it because I enjoy it. I don't do it to get rich. That's for sure. Uh, what drones do I have? I have an original. I have an original Mavic, and I have the um, the um, oh my god, 
Hold on. I don't feel like getting out of my chair. Um, the uh, Skydio 2, sorry, <laughs> brain fart. Skydio 2. And they have not been out of their case since I've moved. Other things have taken priority. Skydio 2 is impressive. You know, I've, I've taken that thing to the swamp and had it follow me in the swamp where it was navigating around all the trees and, and debris. I had a couple uh, scary moments where it looked like it might want to try to land in the swamp, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. Oh, Brian, <laughs> you went to Yellowstone and thought of you. Well, hopefully you did not take drones to Yellowstone, right? You would know better if you've uh, heard my drone stories. Charge the drone batteries while you think of it. Oh, yeah, I will. Maybe tomorrow. That's one of the things I'll do. Since I am off tomorrow, I'm off. So I'm off tomorrow. Um, I'm not sure what tomorrow will bring. I do have to do. I was sent a um, a uh, like a multifunction inflator slash like power center from someone that, that also sent me some Tesla floor mats. They sent me this power center to review. I should do that tomorrow, right? Um, I don't know. Play pickleball tomorrow? I don't know. I don't know what I'll do tomorrow. We'll see. But I am off all day. So we will figure it out. We will figure it out. So, all right. Now, now it is now 10 freaking 37. So I think I'm going to shut it down here, guys. I think we've had some good dis discussions. I really appreciate Roger stopping into the stream for the first time. And um, I appreciate all the support you guys have given on the channel. If you, if you do have a second, um, if you give the stream a thumbs up, it is very helpful for me. Um, it it uh, will encourage YouTube to show the stream to other um, people on, on you know, rebroadcast. So if you have a second to click that like button, the thumbs up, uh, I would appreciate it. It definitely helps me out. So anyways, thank you for stopping by. I will talk to you again soon, and happy Labor Day. Even though Labor Day is almost done here in the United States, only in a, less than an hour and a half to go, happy Labor Day. And until um, next time, Duffman out. Bye.